Let's welcome in a man who is on the first up level of excellence. Nice. It's our MLB analyst, Steve Phillips. Hey, Steve. Hey, good morning. Thank you so much. Do I get like a plaque for that? No, you get nothing actually. It's just <laughs> it's just purely it's just, just purely an idea. Just just knuckles, buddy. Yeah, just exactly. Knuckles. We're talking uh, about uh, we're talking about Jose Batista getting I guess inducted or announced as a member of the level of excellence. And I don't think there's anyone disputing whether or not he should be on there. That's a complete no brainer. What do you think it's gonna be like in Toronto on August twelfth when the ceremony occurs? I, I gotta find a way to get a ticket now because getting closer to that game time, I mean it's gonna be a a pricey one, Steve. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a popular day. I mean, I think Jose Batista with this generation uh, of Blue Jays fans gave so many huge moments to them. And, and regular season, postseason, uh, he delivered and uh, and really was beloved by the fan base. And, and you know, I know he had some run-ins with the media a little bit uh, toward the end, but but ultimately, you know, you look at his performance and what he meant and how he performed. Uh, and, and what a personality he is. Like, he understands marketing and branding and, and those sorts of things in a really, you know, important way. And I think in, in many ways, when he did it for himself, it also really helped the organization and, and his relationship with the fans. And so I think he'll be so warmly received that it will be, it'll be crazy. There will be a lot of celebration there. And I hope some of his former teammates are back there, too, to help celebrate as well. Oh, yeah, especially with all the new... Uh... Uh, Bars? Ball, ball, no, the ballpark uh, oh. renovation. Oh, yeah. The too. Corona fan yes. deck? Yes. I could see. Mr. One Track Mind there. Yeah. And the bars. <laughs> and the bars. <laughs> you can tell where his head is at. Uh, Steve, what's your level of concern with the news that came out yesterday with uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr., um, you know, basically taking some time off of spring training, having to miss the World Baseball Classic because of knee inflammation? Well, it's the right thing to do. And I think that, that in spring training, you want to be conservative with everything uh, because <laughs> you know you've got a long season in front of you. And so what you don't want to do is let something linger going into the season that it's a problem all, all season long. And so it's absolutely the right thing to do. Going into you know high-leverage moments and high-leverage games where he's going to go out there and he's compromised a bit isn't in the best interest of the Blue Jays or Vladimir Guerrero Jr. So the right thing to do to back him off, I know he's going to be really disappointed about it, because Team Dominican is going to be absolutely fantastic, and he would have made him even better. So it's disappointing in many regards because I would love to see him play, but it's completely understandable to pull him out of it. Our guest is TSN MLB analyst Steve Phillips, and the Toronto Blue Jays' very productive weekend at the plate. And I can't remember, Steve, and I'm a guy who grew up, baseball was my favorite sport. I loved this time of year because the anticipation, fantasy baseball, like, all right, who's going to have a big year? I think I'm a little bit past that, but I can't remember being as excited for a season as I am because of all the rule changes. I mean, the games are going to be faster, and we've seen it time and time again on the bases. Like, the stolen base is back. Bo Bichette seemingly taking off every single opportunity, and I don't know if this is one of those things where players are trying to figure out exactly what they can and can't get away with, but I think it's pretty obvious. This is going to be a really exciting season, and the base running has a lot to do with it. I mean, that's one of the most exciting plays in the sport, and I'm hopeful this is something that continues from spring to the regular season. Do you anticipate that being the case? I do. Now, I do think that guys are stealing more in spring to try to figure it out, as you say, to try to figure out what they can do, what it feels like, how do I handle the bases, do I slide over the base, you know, it's a bigger base right now, you're closer, four and a half inches closer, and what does it feel like? And then, you know, can I force the pitcher to throw over a couple of times? Now, if he's throwing over twice, 
how big a lead can I get? Do I really trust that he's not going to throw over a third time? Because if he doesn't get me, I advance. And so, you know, there's a lot of different ways to look at it. I think that the stolen base numbers, though, are going to go up pretty substantially this year. And uh, I'm with you on that. I love that aspect of the game. You know, you think about all of the plays over the last couple of years where they've been stolen bases and it's a bang-bang play and they have to go to review. Those are all safe right now, right? So those will all be safe. And so there's, you know, that element of the success rate's going to go up. Now, you know, it'll mean that other guys who aren't quite as fast are going to try to steal a little bit. They could compromise the success rate. But I think it's, it's adding a whole element back to the game. Going around camps right now, I'm in Florida going to camps. I'm going to Orioles camp today. Every manager and every general manager and players all think that all like the rules. Now, some of the pitchers are a little bit, you know, I don't know. It's, I feel awkward. I got to, it's just a matter of comfort and getting used to it. But by the end of spring training, they'll be there. But the pace of play, more balls finding holes, contact turning into base hits, stolen bases being a factor, it's going to, it really is changing the game. And, and just almost everybody really likes the rules and, the aesthetics of the game, you know, the way it looks, the way it feels. It does feel like a throwback game going back to the 70s and 80s where there was a quicker pace. Steve, do you think baseball is building momentum to take another step in the sports world when it comes to fan engagement with all the rule changes that we're seeing being implemented this year? I mean, for the last couple of years... You know, sort of some of the stuff that I've been feeling and reading about fans of baseball have been really fed up with the state of baseball, with all the the bargaining that that went you know public and that was that got very toxic, and you know some of the talks about you know how the game was boring to watch and even boring to go to. So, you know, there, there's there's been a lot of buzz around the game of baseball over the last couple of weeks just based on you know the impact that the new rules are going to have and the pace of play and the new things that they're trying to do to engage new fans do you think baseball's on the verge of exploding here i think i think we're going to see an engagement with a younger fan i do i you know that's big, the big issue i think the demographics show the average age of a baseball fan is like 57 58 years old uh that's you know that's up in my territory uh, and so the idea is how do we re-engage the younger fan base and bring them back into it? And I think the faster pace, because somewhere along the way from when kids play Little League to when they grow up as adults, there's a disinterest that comes in. Uh, or, you know, there's interest, but I just don't have the attention span to watch the way that, that the game has progressed. I mean, it went from being where there were, you know, there was balls put in play every two and a half minutes to over four minutes. And, and that's a big difference. Uh, and so it really slowed down the pace of the game. And so I think that is going to be something that's going to make a difference. Uh, I think the WBC is a big factor for that, too. I mean, coming out of the collective bargaining agreement, to have the WBC, to have the new rules put in place, I'm with you. I think that it is. I, this, this, these rule changes are going to put Rob Manfred in the Hall of Fame. Uh, it, it is. These, these, I, and I would say is that people, people – because this has been his thing all along, this pace of play. We've got to get it going. We've got to get it going. And he tried by talking about it to get it going, but – you have to legislate it when it comes to ball players. They just—they're going to be creatures of habit. The legislation of it, the testing of it, has been good. The rollout of it in spring training has been very good. Uh, and so I do. I think that I think we're going to see a, a connection with the younger fan base 
because of pace of play and action being much more. We're with Steve Phillips. You mentioned the World Baseball Classic beginning tomorrow. You have two, actually, you've got like three or four teams that have incredible lineups, including Dominican Republic, Sands Vladdy Jr., but they still have Julio Rodriguez and Juan Soto, Machado, Devers. The American Jeez. team is stacked. I mean, they've got Trout, they've got uh, Mookie Betts and Trey Turner and Goldschmidt. I mean, this is going to be a, a super exciting tournament. What are you looking forward to seeing the most? Oh, for sure. I'm looking forward to the emotions of it. You know, I, for whatever reason, Major League players who don't show that much emotion in Major League Baseball, in the WBC, we saw a whole other level. We saw winter ball emotions. You know, like in winter ball, I don't know if you know, you go to Dominican Venezuela, they have cheerleaders on top of the dugout. You know, people had the Vuvuzelas and they're, uh, you know, they're, they're tooting their horns and they're, they're celebrating and chanting and and so you're going to see that level of excitement. And, you know, Marlins Park down there in, in where the Marlins play, I mean, forget it. I mean, you know, last time they had games there, it was off the charts. I mean, the Marlins never draw that level of excitement. But you've got real passion. And the players show it. They feel it. And in winter ball, you get to see a lot more of it. I mean, I don't know if you remember seeing, but it was Ronald Acuna Jr. hit a home run and took a 39-second home run trot. I mean, it was the greatest home run <laughs> trot I've ever seen. I mean, he did uh, he did like eight different dances. He did, you know, pointed to the sky. I mean, it was it was the greatest home run ever. Uh, and I think you're going to see that kind of celebration, which I love, and I and I hope that the, get people get more comfortable with it to where it can become part of Major League Baseball as well. Steve, as always, we appreciate you doing this for us. Congratulations on being inducted to the first stop level of excellence. Your plaque is in the mail. Expect, you know, four to six weeks for shipping and make sure to prominently display it on your sports center hits, okay? <laughs> All right. I'm going to take a 39-second trot to get some coffee I right now, that. guys. Thanks. All right. Thank nice. you. That is uh, Steve Phillips, our MLB analyst. And I'm looking at the first up level of excellence right now. Two names inducted to this point. George the intern, Fontoni. George? Yeah. Whatever happened to George? Good question. George the intern and Fun Tony, two of our favorite interns we've ever had. What was Those the, are probably the last interns we had, actually. That was five years ago. with George? Uh, get her going, Fire bud. Me or up, boys. <laughs> Fire me up, boys. There it is. Those guys are hilarious. So, get her going, get, Hey, get her going, bud. Yeah, those are some good stuff. So oh, um, maybe George. we'll see who else we can. I guess Darren Dreger has to be in the level of excellence. He's joined us for a yeah. long time. So, Buster for sure. Yeah, Buster Olney, Ed, Ed, Ed Werder, Ed, Mark Dominic. Ed is the, the nail gun for his 50% appearance rate. Maybe no, he's let's at the get list. her going then, buddy. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so uh, we'll continue filling out the first up level of excellence as the morning goes along. But a very busy day in sports yesterday. A couple of incredible NBA games. Dallas, Phoenix. And how about the New York Knicks? Wow. My goodness, they're playing incredibly well. They beat Boston last night in overtime. We'll fill you in on that. What happened in the NHL as well? Tough day for Tampa and a tough night for the Colorado Avalanche as well. The scoreboard is next. Well, let's get her going then, buddy. <laughs>